You are listening to the Stronger Together Experience. My name is Dr. Matthew X. Joseph, and my goal is to meet with educators across the globe and learn from them, learn with them, because I believe being stronger together allows us to collaborate and support one another's growth. So join me in this episode and all episode to learn stories from educators in the field sharing their experiences to help us grow and become stronger together. Remember, when we work collaboratively, we take our story and make our path and journey one to learn from. So as we move through this and listen to our stories, remember, we over me will make us stronger together. We are back for another episode of the Stronger Together podcast experience. And it has been an awesome few days meeting educational leaders, meeting solution providers. And the last week, we've had a chance to talk with a team from Wakelet, a team from Canva. We talked to two NiceGate presenters yesterday, Star Saxton and Connie Hamilton. And we're just excited to meet educators from across, I don't even want to say the country, because we're starting to meet people from around the world. And it's incredibly exciting to do that. I want to thank, before we start off, Swivel and Ball, because as I shared, we met with Wakelet, we met with Canva, we met with Swivel and Bulb as well, because Stronger Together is not just teachers meeting, it's not just principals meeting with a teacher, it's not just going to an event, it's everybody in our educational community coming together to support our growth as professionals and our student growth. And I'm extremely excited today as we continue to focus on our NICEScape event that is coming up, but we have amazing educators supporting not just that event, supporting educators, students across the globe. So I am going to be welcome in, welcoming in Mary Alice Curran. Um, and so before we get going, uh, tell us where you're calling in from or, or Zooming in from or StreamYarding in from. Where are you? Okay. I am currently in Connecticut, but I, as we've said, you and I have been talking for the last couple of weeks, specifically um, about the excitement around your latest um, signed author, Namia Josie, but I am literally in Connecticut, but my heart belongs in Boston. I can't ever say right. I live in Connecticut, but um, I'm from Boston. I still have that 617 telephone number. Nice. But I like it. Right now. 
Well, I, I bleed maroon for Boston College, so that's where. Oh my gosh! Uh, Hold on, I did. I saw those for your intro. That is uh, another common denominator for us. Where okay. did you go to BC? I was an adult student at BC. That's where I got my um, doctorate degree in educational leadership. I went to Boston College. Um, I have my eagle tattoo and everything. Ta-da! Oh, well, <laughs> same thing. I did my I did my doctoral work um, at Boston College. So adult learner. At, Absolutely. At that is awesome. Place. We're finding so many connections here in the X in your name. You got to share that. Yes. Okay. So the X, we share the same X, which makes me really excited. So, um, and we're both from, you know, the Boston area. That's another yep. comment, but the X is for Xavier and my F in front of it is Francis Xavier. And uh, those are all my, my crazy initials that go with my Twitter handle MBFXC. It all kind of the beautiful thing is when I try to, um, you know, you need a profile name, nobody takes MBFXC. It's always available. It's like perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always say that to, to people. That's how long I've been doing this, that I actually have my name as a Twitter name. And it's my email, Joseph at Mac.com. Like I started to use Apple when I could just get my name as the email. So it's, it, it kind of sadly shares how old I am, but at the same time, it's kind of cool that we get to, to select that. So so Mary Alice, what do you do besides impact global students? Okay, well, I can tell you just quickly, my, like, just my educational career, I started out as a middle school teacher, and I always kind of credit that. If you, you know, anybody that's ever taught at the middle level, you know, it's about, you. Ha it's a synonymous with change. You have to be really comfortable with change. And um and falling flat on your face a lot. <laughs> okay. And yeah. I So I feel like that really is really part of my story. And actually, when I was at BC, my doctoral work is in adolescent development and middle school curriculum. Okay. And uh, from there, I became a faculty member at the University of St. Joe's here in West Hartford, Connecticut. For okay. 10 years, I was teaching both undergraduate and graduate students. Um, and I had to expand my repertoire. Uh, beyond middle school because they were looking for a faculty member in ed tech. And I was in that, you know, in that space with young adolescents. And then I expanded the repertoire. And what I really kind of realized was that we were leading with the technology and like we had the, the cart before the horse. And right. this is when I started to carve out time and space around digital citizenship. So that was leading the conversation. And I think my own digit journey really probably started in a really reactive place. And it has grown from being reactive to really proactive. And um, as a faculty member, I, I, I was promoted to associate <laughs> professor with tenure, which is the golden ticket. I'm sure yes. happy that, that I, I worked hard for it, but I want to be part of change. I don't want to be a part of privilege. And I, I walked away and I started this Digital Citizenship Institute um, where I get to, as a consultant, really work with school communities around the world. And so, um, and that school community approach is like, it's the entire school community. It's an intergenerational approach. It's like not just professional learning experiences for educators, but students and parents and caregivers and, you know, the outside community where instead of having that expert come and speak at you, right? Uh -huh. Like that's usually happens. Um, we create learning experiences so we can learn with you. And that's just, it's been really exciting since I, I left higher education to, to be able to be um, working with so many school communities who mm -hmm. are passionate about 
changing that narrative into something really, really positive and creating like positive, I like to call them like that ripple effect, like you skip stones and it's got the ripple and like your words and your actions. And if I go back to Namia for a second, okay. her words and actions, that ripple effect, you know, not only impacts her community, you know, it's got that at school, at, at home, at play, at work, but it's also that local, global and digital um, influence. And it's, it's just incredible. Absolutely. So if you see, we're talking about the Digital Citizen Institute, you also talk about digital sit impact through the Digital Citizen Institute. And I'd love for you to dive into, and you talked about the ripple effect. This is the image right from, from the website. Talk about what that is, what that impact is. Okay. So what you have seen the impact of it. Yeah. A lot of times, like even just last month, October was, you know, we have DigSit Week, is, which is generally the third week in October when we celebrate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times digital citizenship has been like an add-on, right? So right. Or that check in the box, like we had that conversation or we did that special week. But honestly, it needs to be the foundation, no matter what grade, what the content is. Um, and so we don't want to just, there's that, there are five elements or you could call them pillars. I like to call them layers. To okay. Do- about being alert, balanced, engaged, informed, and inclusive. We don't want to just talk about it. We want to put it into action. And so that focus on DigSit impact is making that impact, like taking those, you know, elements, pillars, layers, and adding them into curriculum, instruction, everyday routines, and having an opportunity to carve out time and space where we're solving real problems where we're solving them and then we're using social media in a really positive way to inspire and empower others to want to do the same thing in their community. So that's that, that's that focus on, on DigiSit impact. Yeah. And I think seeing that and coming at education from, you know, as a principal and then a district uh, digital learning uh, director and then curriculum director, seeing what you did or hearing what you just said and seeing it in practice, having everything flow into one makes it about education. It doesn't make it about computers here, curriculum here, you know, recess there, whatever it, it, it flows into all into one bucket. So when someone says to you, Oh, digital citizens week is over. We don't need that anymore. You talked about balance. What, how do we get that in our, in our professionalism? Okay. Well, I, I feel like, can I give a, a shout out? Cause I know we're going to get to we're nice live. Stuff. You can do whatever you okay. want. I, I, I'll, let me just give a, like, cause I know that that will, I'm going to be able to see you in a few weeks there. Yeah. It's exciting. So I, I want to give a shout out um, to Lakeshore central. So they're in the um, upstate Western region of New York. I probably got that wrong. I think upstate is more Rochester and then they're Western, but Forgive me because I'm not from New York, but it is. Neither of us are social studies majors. We're good. Yes. yes. Uh, So it's Michael Dresick, Dan Poland, and I would like to really um, start with them. So their assistant superintendent, this is like four years ago, um, wanted to make a commitment to digital citizenship. And so we got, we, we partnered four years ago. And from that partnership, we went from DigSit Commit to DigSit Impact. And what we did, like, and this is this is to inspire, like, you know, how do you do it beyond Digital Citizenship Week? Yep. Um, and DigSit Month, you you take time to, to make this about your entire community. So what we did was we did a pilot that first year 
and they identified 20 teachers from elementary to high school. Okay. And not everybody was rah, rah, rah. They were some really, there were educators that really weren't happy that they got picked for this pilot. Really? Um, I did not pick, you know, Michael Dresick, Dan, and the assistant superintendent were really strategic thinking if we got, if we won over these educators, even the naysayers, then it was going to be more powerful coming from, you know, the educators than administrators. And so during that year, we really personalized the learning experience. So it wasn't just one more thing. What are you doing right now? Right? Like, what is your content? What is your curriculum? And here are ways we're going to embed what, like, some skills and some concepts and some routines right. to what you're already doing. And what we ended up doing, it was a year long, right? So it wasn't one and done. It was an okay. ongoing, you know, opportunity for professional growth. And we had on Superintendent's Day, we put on a student-led digital citizenship summit. So that pilot group of 20 classrooms, we yep. invited the entire school community. So that was the school board, the administrators, the staff, the parents, the wow. caregivers to come and learn with the students. That's amazing. Every, every classroom had a different project, project-based learning. And um, that's how you start to change the culture in schools. And that's what I'm really excited about, that I get to work with schools like Lakeshore that want to go from that, I'm going to make a commitment to that can be lip service, right? A commitment. Right, right. Like, I, can commit, I can come up with a new year's resolution that this is the year I'm going to start to go to the gym. I can even pay for a gym membership, but that doesn't <laughs> mean that I actually ever step foot. But that idea from going from a digit commit to a digit impact where it's, it's action, it's actionable based and everybody's no, that, together. Yeah. I think that's extremely exciting. You can check out Lakeshore Twitter down below. And you know, some of the people that you mentioned are, individuals I've learned from uh, along the years, either through the Codebreaker Innovator Lounge at events. Um, I'm going to see some of them at the events as well as you. And it turns out we met at an event and it was just like quickly, I think, because I was yes. I was only there very shortly because um, I just at that point, I literally was like a week out of the hospital. So I was like, oh. I'll come. Yeah, I'll come and uh, I'll do my part. And then I got to go. But because oh. tech and learning has been so good to me. I have uh, to say, can we just give another shout out to Lori Guyon? Because absolutely, I'm we can only, definitely give any X Factor author. You can shout them out all you well, want. The only reason why I was at that event was to actually give, like, I don't know what they're called, bath bombs. Like, I don't know. Okay. They're, I wanted to do something fun for Lori because she got that award. And so yes. with the bath bomb, I said something like, you know, you're the bomb.com or something. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I just wanted to celebrate her. I did not stay long either. But I th feel like we might have been two ships passing at night. I Maybe. know we get to meet, but I'm really excited that I get to see you in yes, a couple Yes, we're going to definitely meet at, at Nicecape. And Lori it is, is, is an amazing educator. I learned so much from her. And, and she and I actually met at FETC. And I'm going to talk about the power of connections, not in a selfish way, because that was the book I wrote. But what we're seeing it come to life personally post-pandemic. I wrote it before pandemic, the pandemic hit. What we're seeing now is Lori and I met actually at FATC right before the pandemic, and I was doing um, a session on a few tools, and I just reached out and said, hey, did any, would anyone like to present with me who actually used this? And she was like, <laughs> yeah, 
come and I met her and at that time that was the Miami one and then we become you know friends and colleagues she's now you know going to write a book for X Factor and we've seen each other at events she helped me get into Nicecape it's it's great and and then talking about another power of connections and talking about the digit you were the one to to recommend Namia just three weeks ago, not even. Okay. It, Do you want to know how? Because I, I got to talk to Lori yesterday. Actually, oh, okay. <laughs> started with a conversation with Lori, right? Okay. That she was so excited that she had signed and, right? So that was the first. She planted the seed. It really didn't, I didn't necessarily know exactly like I, but the, the seed was planted that, you know, that she chose your publishing, like to publish with you. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like I heard it again and I, I, I continue to hear like just the community talking about Stronger Together, talking about where would you want to go and like what people were talking about, like what was the pulse <laughs> and people were talking about you. So when that well, tweet okay. came up from Namia, I just said, because now I was able to talk about connect the dots, connect it back to like what Lori had said, right? And continue to add some layers. Hey, why don't you go with, and then I tagged you and then yeah. three weeks later, look where, what what's happened. Yeah. And I think it's, it's part of that commitment you were talking about with the, the digital citizenship, with the, the school districts, there's a difference when people commit to you and you, in my opinion, made that effort to say, why don't you do this? It was a Sunday morning. I was just sitting around and my Sunday morning, I kind of get some things done. I'm like, Oh, let me check this out. I'm on it. And she and I spoke the next day and we've been off and running since. And I think that's where you can make that impact. You talked about digit impact and having that opportunity to meet globally with individuals and meet and talk about some of the things that you're doing has that impact. And, and, and speaking of impact, you're going to be at NiceGate and then we're going to talk about another event next. What are you, okay. what are you doing there? So I'm going to be joining um, actually Lori and, okay. and Jamie Donnelly. And mm. um, we are doing um, a session um, really we're all pathfinders for identity automation. And, okay. um, if I were going to make my connection to what identity automation does, it really speaks to our alert, um, okay. whether it's element or alert element or pillar, or I, I call a layer. <laughs> um, but really what's for, for school communities and it's going to be around that cyber awareness, but it's really got a, a very proactive community approach towards it. So we're going to have a panel at NiceScape. Okay. So I'm excited about that. Um, and that's my only session. And then other than that, I'm just going to go to as many sessions as possible and kind of be a cheerleader um, to build, you know, to continue to support our community. But I'm also going to be promoting, and I'm really excited about it. Um, we have in April our upcoming, we're going to host a Digit Summit. And oh, that's exciting student showcase. And so at the, while I'm there, um, it's going to be held in Syracuse. Um, okay. In person? In person, but it's going to be a hybrid event. So okay. if we can't get, let's say Namasi, for example, from India uh, to Syracuse, she still will be able to present, you know, we'll have students presenting really hopefully around the world, but also in different languages. That's our big hope is to, oh, wow. to celebrate students who use um, tech for good and who model mm -hmm. it by their words and their actions. And uh, so I feel like while I'm at Nicegate, I will really be 
you know, getting the word out because another shout out back to Lori. This past June, we hosted a Digit Summit around civic readiness. Okay. And New York had that new civic readiness initiative, state initiative. And I feel like civic readiness and digital citizenship, it goes hand in hand. So we we had an event last June. And at the end of the event, I made this like big proclamation. <laughs> ago, I said, okay, I'm tired of just talking about things. This was a great day of conversations, but let's put that like actionable piece. This time okay. next year, let's we're gonna host a live student showcase. And I want you to know the rest of the team was like, wait a second, hold on. Have we talked about this? <laughs> we're just doing it, right? I didn't have a venue yet, but I thought, yes, well, let's, let's, from this idea um, of civic readiness and digital citizenship, let's have, um, let's have a student showcase. And uh, obviously it's going to be that, that day in June was designed specifically for New York educators, but it's such a universal theme that we opened yep. it up to educators around the world. And it's going to be the same thing for this on April 1st. Um, but it will be students around the world. And we'll only have, yep, that's it. Student, right, check this uh, out. Yeah, student uh, you know, speakers. And if we do have any grown-ups that are going to join us, they can present with students. So it's, it, it's again, um, just an opportunity to, to showcase incredible students around the world. Awesome. Well, that that that's fabulous. So, um, tell us about about this. Oh, and I'm some really... of my favorites are there. Jenny and Salee, who I spoke to today, we talk all the time. They're 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 some fast friends for sure. And obviously, oh. Lori and I get to meet some of these other individuals who I've never had a chance to meet. Oh well, this is really exciting. So at FETC, we are going to be at the pre conference, and we are going to be going. We're the afternoon session. So after the okay. morning is future ready and then we're going to go from future ready to dig sit ready we're going to add our own special twist to it and it's going to be a very interactive um session and what we're hoping is that you'll experience our elements our pillars our layers um in um you know this rotating interactive stations and then we're we're really carving out time where you will be able to plan. It will be very personalized to look at your own tech policies, right? From your own districts. You know, is it easy to find on your website? When was the last time it was updated? Mm -hmm. uh, whose voices might be missing from it? Um, and from that, how can we start to create layers to have opportunities where we're not talking at anybody, but we're creating learning experiences where we can learn side by side. So the entire school community can learn together. So we're really excited about this opportunity at FETC. Um, our big hope is that we continue. I know we get to do this again, um, Nebraska for their annual conference. That's NIDA in March, but you know, to continue to go to other states um, so that we can we can have more school communities learning like this. Wonderful. Well, you'll, we're going to put, we're putting something together, X Factor and Codebreaker for FETC. So you have to come. Last year, Lori did the poetry slam at my dinner uh, at <gasps> FETC, uh, Lori and Deanna. So it's amazing how all of oh this. Oh my gosh, uh, guess what? I was I there. can't even imagine. Go. Hold on. I was there. I was there at the same restaurant. I forget the name of the restaurant. And we were at the window and they got invited. And I was with another colleague. 
And they like, so we had dinner early and then they went to join you. And I just remember we were kind of like sad little puppies looking out the window. Oh my gosh. You should have just walked out. Now that you know me, you know, I would have been fine. Like, just come out. Like, what are you doing next time? Anyways, I remember just watching and how much fun it was. Yeah. So that's what we do. So you you can join in in whenever, whenever and anything that we do for sure. Okay. So I have two, two more questions for you. So you've talked about so many other people and all the things that they do. How have you grown as a professional from all of those individuals? How's Mary Alice a better professional today with all of this work and and impacting other people because of your growth? Okay. I want you to know it comes back down to like about a team. Okay. I am not athletically inclined, but I always, as a kid, tried out for every team. And I know that there were coaches that agonized. They had one spot left. Do they give it to the player that they could really develop or do they give it to like the heart of the team? Like the, right. Okay. I got cut from a team. I didn't get ever a lot of playing time, but I enthusiastically always showed up. I gave everything I had at, um, you know, practices and I cheered like a maniac from, you know, (laughs) sidelines, but I have just always been wired to want to do everything, to be a part of the team. And so when I think about my connected learning journey, um, it's actually a graduate student of mine that is responsible for why I'm even on Twitter. And I was on Twitter. (laughs) So I had a graduate student named Tracy Mercier and she did some, she was way ahead of her time. This had to be like 2009, 2010, but she had her third graders, um, she had a classroom Twitter account and I remember she would invite the outside to come in and learn with her students. And I went in and it was the first time I was ever aware of somebody Googling me. So, (laughs) How do you spell your name? As they're like typing on their little netbooks, we're going to see if you're making socially responsible decisions. And I remember going, Oh, I'd never even Googled myself. I don't even know. (laughs) And so I just remember at that moment thinking, if I don't change my practice, then what happens when these third graders go to the fourth grade, the fifth grade, middle school, high school, college, and are in my in my classroom, and I'm not meeting, you know, these learners' needs? And so I, I want you to know that idea of stronger together. Every single person in my PLN, in my, and I'm going to shout out to Sarah Thomas because you know she coined that PLF, my you know, add that network into family. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Every single person has made me better, has made me want to like roll up my sleeves and do more. So, I mean, that idea of, and I feel like this is the mission for the Digital Citizenship Institute, is that focus on we, not me. And that's it. I, I, I resonate with your messaging about Stronger Together. Well, first of all, for those of you who are going to watch who have watched the end of this, you know that I didn't even pay Mary Alice. That is the phrase at the end of this. You'll see scrolling across. I think that's why we have connected so quickly um, because we have very, very similar message. I don't even going to ask you the last question because you just answered it because I always ask every guest, what does stronger together mean for you? And you kind of just went into it because I feel the same way. And I think Early on, I went to Springfield College as an undergrad, and we had what was called new student orientation. As this 18-year-old freshman coming in, they put 30 of us together, and we're like, we're going to show you the campus. We're going to do this. And that was just a mentality I've kept throughout from when I was a teacher to a principal to a district leader to you know, a publisher. Like It's about our group. 
And I think when we do that, and it's not trying to be corny or sell any books to Stronger Together, but I know we've talked about Jen, you know, Wombo before. I, I talk about tech and learning. All these people were a brick in my pathway. And I hope that I am for somebody else as well, because we're going to to make this journey and you just can't do it alone. You know, that idea that nothing happens in a vacuum. Like I even remember if I can even tie it back to Boston College and my dissertation and I, I wrote my like, thank you, my acknowledgements. And I remember my dissertation chair was like, okay, this is like a novel in and itself. You can't, you can't put that in for your dissertation. I go, but all oh. of people, I mean, I didn't get here. None of this happened without all of these influences. And, right. uh, you know, it's important that we take time to acknowledge that, you know, um, yeah. we're in a very me, me, me. I mean, just go on social media and it's a very Absolutely. culture. And if you can model that, that it's more about we, that collective we and what we can do together. Um, I don't know. We could change the narrative. We're, we're trying, right? Yeah. And I think through that, I think, you know, that's, that's where we, we where make we that, that, make that yeah. impact. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we make that impact. And if I can even add that, like stronger together, and this goes back to like our message with digital citizenship, you know, all it takes is one person to stand up and say, I want to be part of that change. And then that one person becomes many, right? Right. And, um, I don't know. And that that's that collective we. And, uh, and I can tell you in our, we put on these digital uh, our digit summits around the world. Yep. And this is all pre pandemic too, where they loved our message. And they said, I want that message in my community. And so somebody raised their hand. I want that in Nigeria. I want that in Mexico. I want that in Ireland. And then it's that we are one world, one human race. And it doesn't matter what language or languages you speak or what customs and traditions you practice or how young or old you are. We are like this is about digital citizenship is about that human connection across the screen, humanizing the person sitting next to you around the world and across the screen. That's Absolutely. It. So since I didn't ask you the last question, I'm going to ask you just to give a quick well, because you answered it, not because we give a quick <laughs> um, little synopsis of your book. OK, Tell us why okay, people so should pick this up. OK, well, you and know, you what? should all pick this up. Ah, well, it is really, it was written, uh, it tells our mother and son story um, on how we um, learned side by side before he was 13 years old um, to basically use, you know, obviously to use tech for good. And it was our way of, you know, sometimes you talk about driver's ed, but I like yep. to use the analogy of a bicycle. At some point in your life, when you were learning how to ride a bike, someone held the back seat to help you figure out the balancing act. And this is what we need to do as parents, as, as educators, you know, as community members, is to help our young people figure out that, navigate that balancing about, you know, being online, using tech for good. And so I ask people around the world who also believe in the power of learning side by side to tell their story. So the book is really, it's not a how-to, they're all little vignettes. Uh, of voices around the world about how they, you know, we tell our story, but how others, you know, also create learning experiences, um, intergenerational to learn side by side. And it's meant to inspire um, that you could say, oh, I do something similar, but right. I didn't do 
that, oh, if I did that as a blog or we did this right. on Instagram or whatever. So that's what it was intended to do was to inspire. Awesome. Well, I'm totally inspired. Make sure you pick up uh, a copy of the book. Visit uh, Mary Alice's Twitter page. You can find everything else on there from the hashtags to the Twitter accounts of the Digital Summit and Institute. It's so great to, to have you on. Look forward to seeing you in, gosh, under two weeks now. Oh, I can't. Wait. I can't <laughs> and I have a book coming your way, obviously, for, for the recommendation and just for all the great things that you do. Um, look forward to, to seeing you in a couple of weeks. I think this is wonderful. I want you to know, I always end everything. This is sign language Go. for Go. I miss you already. All right. Well, I'll, you get, the good news is it's not goodbye. It's I will see you soon. And Perfect. thank you so much for coming on. And for our viewers and listeners, thank you for tuning in. You can hear the excitement and energy. You can hear the passion from Mary Alice. Check out all that she is doing to support not just education here in the States or here in Connecticut or here in New York, but globally so that we can create a stronger to together mentality for our students and our educators. So thanks for coming on and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Wonderful. Thanks so much for thank having you. me. It is such a pleasure and honor to learn from educators around the globe. Make sure to continue to tune in to our audio podcast and check out our video podcast by visiting xfactor.link slash experience. I would love to hear your story and share with other educators around the globe.